0: Gallagher. Welcome to show number 24, Discover Rising Tides, How the Outside Makes the Inside Better, where we explore the importance of the outdoors and maintaining life balance. Through this series, we will be talking to women business owners to understand their journey, and we'll also be hearing from Lynn Schusler williams author and coach, and her segment on Rising Up. But first, I'm excited to announce, to introduce Serafina Churchill. Hi, Serafina. Hello. Serafina lives in Cape Cod, so I'm excited to talk about East Coast. <laughs> and uh, she's a coffee drinker, a cat owner, and a business imager. Images captured by a camera and created on a computer help tell a story. After all, a picture is worth a thousand words. Images by Serafina has been enhancing brand stories for small businesses and sales professionals through, through photography, graphic design since 2008. So, welcome.
1: Hello, this is so exciting.
0: I am so glad to have you here. And, and uh, so it's amazing what COVID has done for us. And I say this every time I talk to somebody, I feel like because without COVID, we wouldn't have met, mm-hmm. most likely. And Lynn Schusler williams so Lynn is the, the connector of all great people. <laughs> and uh, we both met each other in a uh, one of Lynn's many women's networking groups. So that was exciting. It's and so true. Oh, yeah. So true. And so it's nice to meet you and it's nice to talk to another east coaster. So I'm I'm um, I am a uh, recovering well I, I'm a recovering west coaster or something. I maybe I wish <laughs> I was on the east coast. I'm just dislo- I'm just and uh, but we're we're a coast to coast show today. So um, how are things on the cape?
1: It is a gorgeous day today. It's about 65 degrees out, beautiful, sunny, which for April is a blessing. Just never (laughs) know.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I'm not going to turn that down. (laughs) So, so let's talk about it. There's so much we want to talk about, you know, learning about your business and then obviously talking about the outdoors, but you are, you are fresh from vacation too, right? yes (laughs) (laughs)
1: yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay so that was good <laughs>
1: yes yeah, so i had a great vacation in a different beautiful beach environment and it was amazing to not have to work and just enjoy the outside all week long it was great
0: yeah so so what did you do for yourselves during vacation
1: it was uh waking up before the sun and walking to the beach and watching the sun rise over the water almost every morning
2: wow, fantastic
1: um, and getting coffee and walking the beach, and then we found a different beach that had a lighthouse. So that was a whole other adventure. Mm-hmm. That we we drove to said new beach, but then walked it and saw a lighthouse. It was just a different view, but still beautiful day outside all day.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. So did you find that the um, the sunrise was different in South Carolina than it was in that it is on the Cape?
1: well the birds that show up at sunrise are certainly different i think that um sunrises over the ocean on the east coast are probably pretty similar regardless but the 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 the, uh, other scenery it changes quite a bit so i mean i was seeing palm trees and pelicans on vacation and normally it's no trees at all near the water and it's um you know seagulls <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this is a totally different um, and a turn too <laughs> yeah so it's very very fun to see a different environment around the water
0: that's that's great and vacation refreshes you doesn't it
1: it's amazing <laughs> I was really stressed out the week before, and really stressed out the week coming back because you have to like work extra before and after to make it okay to take that block off. But that week and a half that I was in comunicado was amazing. <laughs> yeah, and I, I I feel much better having gone, and I'm very grateful.
0: Yeah, I can I can relate to that because I am today I am uh, about eight days out from going away for two weeks. I know. (laughs) And so I, today I kind of felt the pressure a little bit.
1: It happens. Yeah. It's so funny that we do that to
0: ourselves. Mm -hmm. Work hard, work hard, work hard. So you can try not to work hard. And so the challenge, the challenge for me when I go away, and I'm going to be forced into it because we're going across the pond is that you don't work when you go away. And that's the whole idea of vacation, but that's really hard to do not working well. I, for me, it's hard for me to not, Oh, I'll just do a little bit and I'm still on vacation. So how do you manage that? Or do you, or is it yeah. possible? <laughs> this
1: one was the first time that I actually unplugged. I saw one email because uh, it flips across the phone screen kind of thing. And I did answer the one, but it was actually... I was the customer in that scenario. <laughs> one of my vendors reached out and asked a clarifying question. And I was grateful to have seen, it was almost like, you know, the We're universe made it okay. It. <laughs> like, this is the one work email you saw. And it was an important question to answer so that the thing I ordered could get in on time. Ah, beautiful. <laughs> so that worked out. Otherwise, I was completely unplugged. I had no idea. I walked back into my office and went, all right, let's see what happened. And, and it was remarkable that, not only did I do it, I managed to go the whole week and a half not working, which was the first time I've ever done that. But also the emails I got were, don't read this if you're still on vacation. It was like, if you're back, I have this for you. And it was it was great that the people I work with supported the fact I was taking time off, which was
0: fantastic. really nice. That's fantastic. So did you do anything mentally or work-wise to prepare yourself to not break that rule and feel like you had to work?
1: Um, I, well, I, I probably did the equivalent to double chef. It's weird when you're a freelancer, cause it's not like you're nine to five, right? So mm-hmm. I was working a lot more than I normally would the week before. And every time I was tired and going like, normally this would be quitting time, but I got to keep, I got to do three more things mm-hmm. because I was telling myself I was earning that vacation mm-hmm. So that became, that became the goal set and I'm a very goal oriented person. So it, that seemed to work the beforehand and I was just flat out honest with all my clients. Like I am not going to be available while I am away <laughs> Good for you. and it
0: works for you. That's, that honestly, that's really hard. That's probably one of the largest challenges for me as a business owner is to unplug because you feel well, it'll be okay. You know, just one or two, or just for a few minutes. And and honestly, I probably while we're while we're away, I probably will monitor my email a little. But um, the don't do I'm, it. Don't even look. I, I I don't know. It's gonna be hard. I'll let you know when I'm done. We'll see how we'll see how we see how well I did. Um, But yeah, so it's uh, it's challenging and especially because everything's on our phone in the days before everything being electronics being so functional, you couldn't work if you weren't there.
1: This is very true. And that was something I think that I think this is really specifically an American culture issue. I feel like my family in the UK takes vacation and thinks nothing of it they, they yeah. don't like, like, like people I know from here are just like, no, I, I'm on holiday. And there's just no question. Whereas yeah. something about our culture is like, I am on vacation and I am enjoying myself, but I could spend an hour and a half checking email. Like,
0: because it's really, <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm jealous. I'm jealous, but w- but I shouldn't be jealous because I can create that own thing within my business because it's my business. Right. So it really is the, the want, to unplug or you know it's it's not the end of the world if you do and i wish as a culture we embrace that a little bit better you know more of that european you deserve the time off and and uh, well everybody's better for that
1: yeah you live longer you have better mental health there's just no reason not to take more vacations
0: yeah absolutely so so let's let's backtrack a little bit and Tell Tell everybody about your business and what you are. You know, how did you get here? What was that? Tra- what was that process like, and how it's evolved?
1: The the evolution part is funny to me because I I now sit in a place where I'm really grateful. But um, you know, when when COVID hit, of course, I was in panic okay. moment, mm-hmm. like everyone. Right? It's the, everyone's got this pre and post COVID story. Um, I started as a photographer. And it was a side hustle, for sure, while I was working in other jobs. I've worked in some sort of marketing, graphics, photography, advertising space for about 15 years. Um, <clears throat> but the, me being a photographer was this side hustle for a long time. And then I finally decided, that's it. I'm not getting any younger. It is time. I, I've learned all the things. That I know that I needed to know, it's time. 2019, here we go.
0: <laughs> and oh, that was man, good timing.
1: <laughs> yeah. And, and then a year later, like the whole world shut down. And I was um, out there saying, I am a photographer B2B. And if you also need graphic design, sure, I can help with that. Like if you don't want to deal with multiple vendors, I can take care of that for you. But really, my focus was photography. And I was focused on. My geographical area, I'm on Cape Cod and maybe like part of the south shore of Massachusetts. Like, I didn't want to travel too far, I didn't want to spend a ton of time in the car. I wanted to be shooting,
0: and traveling in that area is challenging.
1: Well, it can as be well. a- not
0: <laughs> just not wanting to challenge, yeah. So, if you're coming off the Cape or you're going on to the Cape and it happens to be a Thursday or a Friday, you might as well pack an overnight yeah. bag and come back yeah.
1: on Monday <laughs> 100% especially in the summer i before the july weekend um we locals treat that like it's a hurricane you buy everything you need you <laughs> hunker down and you don't leave your home because the traffic or you
2: leave really early
0: before or you get it, or you just
1: leave the area altogether. yeah it's just there. <laughs> but um when covid hit i had no choice there was the, the my ability to do what i do became very hard and a lot of businesses were either shut entirely or they were limited into how much they could allow into their space and everyone was so stressed out with the the information was constantly changing the first like three to six months of this whole ordeal that no one knew what end was out. And I had to flip my business model on its head. I just had to go, okay, graphic design is completely remote. I don't need to show up. We don't need to have an in-person meeting. We can do this over the phone, on Zoom, online. That is how we don't spread germs. (laughs) Everyone stays, but I will focus on graphics. And then at some point I had this aha moment of I don't have to be the Cape Cod graphic design girl I could be a anywhere graphic designer. I mean, one of my best friends lives in Singapore and he and I were speaking on zoom and I'm like, I could have clients anywhere. This is ridiculous. <laughs> so I started networking online everywhere and grew my business. I actually do have a client in California, which is funny to me, um, because I've never been to the town where that client exists. So I, and I've never been inside their shop, but I've designed stuff that they have on their shelves. I mean, like- so that's how it evolved. It turned into it's a graphic design focus with photography if you're near me and you need it. And I do everything online now. That's the new so, culture.
0: That's so amazing. So how was the transition from transitioning in 2019 from taking a side hustle to a main thing?
1: I, you're actually going to like this answer. I, uh, <laughs> I knew I was going to do it for a couple of years. I had started building the plan in my head and was saving every penny. I became this really ridiculous budget focused human being. Every extra penny I earned, it was just going. It was. I put an entire year's worth of what I'm going to need to live off of for a whole year into my savings account before I even gave my notice. And I also started telling people I'm going to do this full-time moving forward. This isn't just going to be a like when I have spare time thing, this will be my focus soon. And so I started sort of the the side hustle clients that I had, I started informing them, like, eventually I'm going to be, I'll be there for you full-time really soon. So I was building up the client base and, and keeping money in the bank um, before I did tell my boss and, and leave the day job. And I gave her four weeks notice before I left. So really good terms with that job.
0: And that's important. You never burn bridges because you never know. And especially in a small town, you know, Cape Cod is a small town, even though it's bunches of towns. It is a small town. Everybody knows everybody, good or bad, right? And so everybody's in everybody's business, good or bad. And even in a large town, you never you never burn bridges because you never know where that's going, where you're going to intersect again.
1: Absolutely. And
0: and then having savings in place alleviates so much pressure
1: it gave me an entire year to build and grow and do of course that year ended with covid so you know whatever but no one can predict that there's no way i could have known
0: (laughs) but can you imagine if you didn't do that and then covid still happened
1: i don't know what would have. it's just a
0: recipe for disaster
1: absolutely
0: yeah so, so 2019 happens, you're transitioning and you're figuring out that you are a, the worldwide graphics girl. Why not? <laughs> exactly. How do you market that?
1: So, uh, there is a, That's such
0: a big endeavor. Interesting. So
1: virtual art department is the sort of terminology that I use because I thought everyone knew what a graphic designer was and what a graphic designer does. It turns out there's a lot more questions after you say that. But when you tell someone, I run a virtual art department helping small businesses that don't have one in-house, suddenly, wow. I, and I don't know if it's because of the the show Mad Men, but like suddenly everyone knows what an art department is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if I just tell people like, I'm here to help anyone who doesn't have one, um, and that it's usually really small companies or even solo openers, honestly, most of my clients are other solo openers mm-hmm. who are very passionate about what they do and don't have time to do what I do.
0: That's a great explanation because I might be one of the very few that honestly never saw Mad Men. So, <laughs> so I'm on. I'm in the super minority. But but explaining yourself like that, it you can it creates a picture in your head.
1: Yeah, people seem mm-hmm. to get it as, as soon as I. I'm like,
0: oh, well, I don't need a graphic arts person. Why? Why would I need that? Uh, that oh, mean? I could use an art department though. Right. Yeah,
1: it's really interesting because it's still all graphic design.
0: Ninety
1: mm-hmm. percent of what I do is graphics, but. Art department just translates for people.
0: And so what is it, what are examples of your art department? Where, what, how If you help clients?
1: Well, if they don't have a logo, that's the first step, but it is only the first step. It's not the end of the discussion of someone's brand. Um, but a lot of times people have the logo, but then they don't know what to do after that. You mm-hmm. might even have logged on to some sort of online program to hire out, A robot to make your logo for you. I'm not going to name any names, but everyone knows what I'm talking about Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) to get your logo, but then you don't know what to do with that, right? So you can build the brand identity moving Mm -hmm. forward. So your colors, your fonts, anything that you're using anywhere online or in print. Mm -hmm. Um, I have many years of print experience. So what's interesting is that if you're only designed for the web, you might not know how things will translate once it's physically created.
0: Mm.
1: The fact that I come with um, print experience helps me to be able to explain to the client, hey, this is not going to look good if you go to a print shop and try to make this happen in real life. There are adjustments need to be made. So mm-hmm. um,
0: <clears throat> I can see how that makes that would make a huge difference because for me, I can't visualize how something would look. You know, even if you said, you, what if we painted the room this color You're like, I have to defer to my husband, to be very honest, because I don't I don't know. Well, that's a nice color, but it's going to look really terrible on a wall. (laughs) Right. So having having resources or having somebody that can imagine or envision what that why it's not going to look well or what would look better would make such a difference. Yes. Especially for <laughs> solo. Yeah. Especially for solo entrepreneurs that don't, I mean, that's their job isn't to spend time and brainpower on that. Their job is to, to build their business.
1: And they I actually really love working with other solopreneurs because they're so passionate about what they do and what they do. Who knows? I've, I've met people who've explained industries to me that I didn't even know existed, And then I, I, and I get it from someone who's so passionate about it. They're dedicating their entire life to working on it. Mm -hmm. So that's, um, that is, I believe a privilege of mine that I get to talk to these people and hear about these really interesting things, but then my wheels immediately start turning into the visual space of like, okay, so how do I translate that to a picture? How do I translate that to something that will grab someone else's attention in a visual way? Mm -hmm. So they stop and pay attention. And that, when I can do that for a client who they don't know how to do it yet. Mm. And I can be like, what about this? Does this work for you? And I love it when they're like, Oh my God, that's it. (laughs) That's probably my favorite thing.
0: You have to take a deeper dive into their business to understand what their business is before you, you do that. And how do you do that?
1: So usually it's a zoom call. Mm-hmm. Um, because I really enjoy not only hearing about it, but seeing people's faces when they talk about something they're passionate about, really helps me understand what are the things that are uh, most important to them. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I usually do some time researching. Which, um, so I go online and I do research about the industry, maybe about this person, or if they tell me that they have uh, people they look up to in the industry, I'll I'll research those people.
0: Oh, okay. and
1: um, what's fun is that every computer in the world is based on algorithms, right? So um, the ads that I see will change based on the clients I'm working oh, wow. with,
2: which is um,
1: just like a fun aside for me when I'm like, why am I seeing uh, an ad about like, you know, a forklift, and I go, oh, because of the client I was working yeah. <laughs> on
0: it.
1: I have no need for a forklift, but I know why the computer thinks I do. So it's just so funny. that's
0: frightening and, and and really a riot at the same time. They're on it.
1: It's, <laughs> it's usually within a few days. I'll notice the ads change.
0: And, and you know, when people say, "Well, I was talking about this," and all of a sudden it showed up on my phone, which actually happened just the other day.
1: It's so <laughs> yeah. They're listening and they are paying attention to keystrokes everywhere you go.
0: Mm-hmm. But then the keystroke part, does that, that would also, I don't know, maybe this is, this question is like super out there. So if you say, you can go, you're not even close. So we can talk about something else. But do you ever think about, so your client that you're working with, do you ever think about the end user or the, the, the customer, their customer and what they might be researching around your client's business? Yeah. So know. is well, that a
1: same? Yeah. So ultimately, that's search engine optimization. Oh, I see, you just saying. and
0: um, <laughs> which is I not, not a, a specialty,
1: <laughs> but it is definitely a part of marketing. Is knowing the language people are using. How are people trying to find this information? Like, like, like. I stop. I don't really necessarily always use the word graphic designer because that's not really what people necessarily know they need, but they might need a logo designer, right? So I have to think about different ways to process, any business, mine or someone else's. Um, but there are actual specialists out there who would be able to speak to that better than I can Mm -hmm. (laughs) on the SEO side. Um, I just know it on a more generic marketing end.
0: Mm -hmm. And so do you have a particular niche of business that you like to work with or that you've really enjoyed working with?
1: I I think the, the, the ones that make me happier are, are the ones who are, they're out there trying to save the world in their own little way, whatever that means. And that can mean a lot of different things, but the heart-centered, focused folks who are, are out there making the world either in small or big ways, and if I can help them change the world, especially if I... Obviously, if I agree with the mission, um, <laughs> like, that just makes me feel all the better. Like I can't believe I got to help that organization move forward in their mission. Just
0: huh. that's interesting. You know why? You know why I think that's interesting? Because whenever you talk about your business, you light up, <laughs> and so you take a heart-centered approach to your clients, and you enjoy your clients that take a heart-centered approach to their end user or their business. That's there's some commonality there. It's all about the good vibes. Yeah. 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 And the personal touch too, right. taking the time to understand and listen and ask questions about them to figure out what they need.
1: And everything I do is customized for them, right? So could you do what I do yourself? Yes. You could find online programs that offer templates. You could do it yourself. If you feel like you have the time, hundred percent, you really, really could. But if we want it to be really specific to you, to you, what you're doing to help you stand out. That's when the customization is helpful. And I try to make everything I do different for each client.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And, and for, well, for me, you know, when we went, went through creating the logo for discover rising tides, I, in the beginning, I went through a cheap route, you know, cause I didn't know what I wanted and I needed to start sure. someplace. And then I'm like, eh. and so I, when I was talking to Michelle to do my, the logo for discover rising tides, I couldn't express what I wanted because I didn't know. I knew I would know when I saw it and I knew what I didn't like, but it was really hard for me to put into words what I wanted. And I depended upon somebody to pull it out of me. Right.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. That's usually, that's again, why I like to have conversations with people where I can see their faces. Mm -hmm. Because they'll light up with certain things, and that'll help, you know, influence the outcome of the artwork.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it makes a, it makes a difference. It really does, and and I, that's why I think it's important to talk with people like you and um, and entrepreneurs that are really making such a difference, but also providing in this virtual world, we still have to provide a personal interaction. Everything can't be, it's, it's almost more important now not to have things so automated and we have to take the extra step to become more personal.
1: We've been so isolated for the last two years. <laughs> I, I'm done with robots. <laughs> I would like to go back to everything, you know, obviously nothing will ever go back to exactly the way it was. We're in a new sort of hybrid culture, but yeah, the, the human interaction piece is just, everyone's craving it on some Mm -hmm. level
0: yeah without a doubt so where do you where do you think things of so your business has really developed a ton over the last three years in ways that you couldn't have imagined Oh, yeah. so how can what do you can you imagine where you might be in the next three or five years that's such a such one of those every person asks that question but I really
1: mean it (laughs) (laughs) um I feel like that uh I feel like whatever I imagine it probably won't be accurate I do this exercise pretty regularly, actually. I try to like, rep- what's going to be happening three years today, right? You just sort of think to yourself, it's a whatever day of the week it'll be. And what, what is your life going to look like? And I keep going back and forth between what I'm doing now is exactly where I'll want to be in three years. And then like, oh, I want to be doing, selling- I want to be doing more or less or change. And I-, I don't know that I have a good answer for the future. I just know that I want to stay happy. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I know it's going to be involved with being creative in some space.
0: And, some and being open for when that experience arises.
1: You have to be, I think. If you try to stay rigid, you're just going to sink. Oh,
0: no. <laughs> I, get, I get stuck in those rigid moments, and then and it, it feels really heavy, and I have to work my way out of it. How do you stay motivated? What motivates you?
1: Ooh. Um, well, I, like I said earlier, I'm really goal-oriented. So I make myself the, the lists for the day, the week, the month, the goals, the things that will make me happy. And then I'm also, I am a kid of the 80s, right? So like games, I grew up with games being a thing, like electronic games, right? The whole risk-reward thing gets hardwired into our brains, So I make a lot of things into games. If I can do this, then I get that. And it's the risk reward, like my vacation, right? I worked really hard the week before I left so I could earn my trip. Um, I do that sort of stuff a lot. And sometimes it's, if I get everything done by 10 AM on Friday, I can have the rest of Friday to go play in my flower garden or go to the beach or do this or that. And, um, that works really well. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Because it can be a challenge if you are, um, you're a solo entrepreneur, it can be a challenge. And because we are a little bit more isolated, you're not going out to see as many people you're doing it virtually to, to stay fresh or stay motivated.
1: That's again, like I, my, um, my yard is filled with flowers this time of year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have the good fortune of my, my partner is an arborist and like works in the oh. green space outdoors all the time. And she's got an amazing green thumb. So our yard is beautiful.
0: And you don't have to do it all. <laughs> I,
1: I help the man, she does the lion's share, right? Um, and I enjoy just sometimes all you have is 30 seconds, but like the, the walk to my mailbox is right now daffodils and tulips. Like just going to my mailbox and back, so I, I I can just have those thirty seconds of peace out with these little bits of peace of flowers and beauty and watch it be for a minute and then go back to work and that really helps.
0: What does the outside look like for you? Where where do you find yourself? What do you What do you do other than walking to the mailbox?
1: <laughs> um, I actually still really love playing with my camera that's actually what got me started was the fact that i was the kid who always had a camera on me even in my backpack in high school i always had a camera so um i i'll go for walks with my camera in the woods or out by the beach and i try to find unique interesting things and i get i believe the term is flow <laughs> but I'm, I'm not always up to i'm not always a words person but I will lose time in the best possible way when I am playing with my camera. Uh, In fact, on one of the mornings where we walked down to the beach to watch the sunrise, I brought my camera with me and I was so getting into changing the angle and doing and playing that I was getting soaked by waves and didn't really notice <laughs> it's just like, I was like bending down and trying to get an angle of the sun coming across the water. And it's really with the water in the foreground. And I had getting slapped with waves and I didn't even know until I stood up and walked away. <laughs> so I just get lost in the joy of um, seeing outside through a frame in my camera that really, I don't know why, but that just zens me back to center.
0: Fantastic. How far from the water are you? Well, Cape Cod across the, across the, across the beam is not that (laughs) wide.
1: So by Cape Cod standards, I live really far from the water. It's it's a whole 10 minute drive. Holy Uh, cow. How
0: can you manage?
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I grew up in the Berkshires. I grew up in the mountain region of Western Mass. So Mm -hmm. um, I grew up, the beach was a four hour drive. So 10 minutes to me feels close. (laughs) But by anyone who grew up here, they're like, God, you live in the middle of nowhere.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so so here's a question. Here's what happened to me today. Um, I scheduled an outdoor activity today. Originally, I scheduled it for you know right after I got up, and then something came up that I couldn't ignore. So I'm like, that's okay because I'm going to do this. These two little things, I'll be done by nine fifteen, and I have this block of time that I can that I've set aside that I'm going to do this thing. I was ready
1: Uh and
0: then, (laughs) and then some things happened (laughs) (laughs) and then some things happened and I had some work things that I honestly had to take care of that couldn't wait three hours. And it's amazing what that does to your, the six inches between your ears because I was ready because Tuesdays, Tuesdays are, I don't get to do a lot. It's, it starts early. We, we see each other on Tuesday morning through the networking group. And for me, that starts at 730. And I'm usually working until six because it's it's just a day of stuff. Mm-hmm. And then when Wednesday comes around, I've got some time and I will block it off trying to make my way through the week. And so today, it didn't happen. And so hopefully this afternoon, I'm going to be able to, but I have this funny inkling that the things I didn't finish need to get done. I Yeah, I know. Right. So sometimes that's really hard for me to work out of. Right. Does that happen to you? And what do you how do you work yourself out of that?
1: Oh, my God, that definitely happens to me. Um, I try to give myself 30 minutes every morning before I start work. And in that 30 minutes, I'm allowed to do whatever I want. It could be sit on my back deck with my coffee and watch the birds. It could be go for a walk. It could be watch a television program. It could literally be anything, but on the mornings, I don't get it because I have an early meeting or this or that it throws off my entire day. And the only, and I, and I, and it, it builds slow over the course of the day. And at some point it'll click, like, why am I so anxious? Why am I fidgety? And what is wrong? And I'll go, I didn't, get my 30 minutes this morning and it'll just, and so I actually have um, an app on my phone that does like quick meditations. They're like five minutes, seven minutes. They're not hard to fit into your day. And I will give myself permission to leave my computer screen for those minutes and do that And it may or may not be outside, although I do have skylights in my bedroom, so I can feel like the sun's on my face, even though it isn't. And that'll be my recenter when I've missed It
0: recharges. Yeah, beautiful.
1: There's my cat saying hello. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
0: that's that's fantastic. That's a really great tip you do have to recenter, you have to recenter your brain and and then for me I have to be careful that I'm going you know, if I'm gonna promise myself that I'm gonna do it, I have to follow through because otherwise it just makes the rest of the day really really cranky.
1: Yeah, but also you have to be able to trust yourself. If you're giving yourself permission to block this time and then you don't follow through and you stop trusting yourself, that's a bigger problem.
0: (laughs) It really is. It really is. And at what point in time, you know, nobody is that important not to take the time for themselves. So I said that so I would hear it. (laughs) Um, So what are, what would be, what kind of clients are you looking for now how can I help you what what type of business or who would you like as Fred says in our networking group who would you like to talk to
1: um, so I enjoy speaking with other people in the marketing space um, typically because that's a great way to
0: share clients um, I got Love that because it's not it's not um, competitive it's supportive no
1: right exactly there 's definitely people who don 't do what I do and things people who do what i don 't and then we can share right. um, so that 's actually how I prefer to network um, <clears throat> and then I got the opportunity earlier this year to work on a project that was for a women 's business conference, and I got to create the it started with they asked me to create the logo and then I ended up being brought in and being on their marketing committee and helping with all of the graphics for both print and a lot of the online graphics, not all of it, but quite a bit. And um, that opened my eyes to this whole other opportunity that I'd been so focused on working directly with business owners that there are events and events need and, and the world's opening back up. The events are happening again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so I'm, slowly trying to put together what that might look like in my business and that might be part of that in three years I'm doing mm-hmm. something totally different but still in the space thing like I might be focusing more on on helping events move their mission forward I'm not really sure yet but well, that
0: could be fun because that could hit a lot of that heart-centered those heart-centered pieces for the events that are really making a difference and touching other people
1: Yeah, exactly. So those kind of conferences where there's resources and things like that, that are really on a mission to help. That could be really fun. That's what this was. This was a way for women here on Cape Cod to find resources to help grow their businesses. And and I loved that. I got to see the behind the scenes of making that happen. So that could be something we can move forward with.
0: That's fantastic. I love the excitement and the passion that you bring to this. I think it's, it's phenomenal. And it really says a lot for your business and your vision for other people as well. Thank you. So how do people find you?
1: On the internet. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, I have a website and I'm on, uh, I'm on LinkedIn more than Facebook and Instagram, although I do have them. And um, um, on my website, I have, I, I have a page on my website called stay in touch. And on it, it can be a little overwhelming, but on it is every possible way one could reach me Mm -hmm. because I'm willing to meet people where they're at in their communication needs. If you are a phone person, if you're an email person, if you're a Zoom person, if you're a text message person, all of it's on there, whatever you need.
0: Great. Super. And we'll make sure we put your contact information in the show notes. My
1: name's weird, so the only... (laughs) I'll I'll say like it's images by imagesbyseraphina.com and then people don't have spell seraphina but I will say this the ph in seraphina for the f- sound is the same as photography and graphic design so it's all phs across the board <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't figure that out with some people's got some challenges <laughs> it's okay <laughs> That's fantastic. (laughs) Is there anything anything that I should have asked you or that we should have covered? Did we get it all?
1: I think we got it all. Fantastic.
0: That's awesome. So thank you. Thank you for spending time with me today. And um, I look forward to seeing you weekly on our networking meetings. And uh, I appreciate your time and sharing your story today, Serafina. Thank
1: you for having me. This was a
0: blast you enjoyed it too. Have a great day. Thanks so much. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Lynn. So excited for you to be here again. And as always for your rising up segment. So what insight do you have for us
2: today? Well, Jean, I'm thrilled to be here. And I've been thinking a lot about the tools that we use to get better in life, right? As I'm always thinking about that. And one of those that has come up for me and I've had a lot of focus on lately that goes really well with this experience of the outside making the inside better is journaling. Mm -hmm. So um, journaling is one of those things you can do it anywhere. I love little lightweight journals that fit in my backpack or in my bag or that fit in a back pocket or whatever so that I can take them with me into the out of doors. I also love journaling indoors on a rainy day, and sometimes my journaling is written words, and sometimes it's pictures and creative um, application of images. All kinds of things can go in a journal, and it's a great way to kind of have a brain dump that gets your creative juices flowing when you're stuck or that helps you process a problem or an idea. Journaling is this amazing transformational tool that people have been using since people have been writing. <laughs> so, writing and drawing and making images. So, um, I'm really excited about journaling. I've put together a free journaling prompt called Journaling Wisdom. It's at journalingwisdom.com and it's 22-day a totally free prompt. If you're interested in starting your journaling, if you're like I was and have this shelf full of blank journals or journals that have three pages written in them, um, then this is what to do with those. Don't throw them out. Don't give them away. Don't put them in your yard sale. Just start journaling. And so, um, if anybody wants the 22 day, uh, and they come by text message and they're just little videos of me giving you a journal prompt. It's at journalingwisdom.com, Jean. Glad to be here. Hope everybody goes outside, takes a journal with them and gets the outside making the inside better. I love that, Lynn. And that really builds on your message from last time too.
0: And I've thought a lot about what you said last time about making the inside better. So the outside is better and taking care of the inside and journaling does that as well. So thank you. Thanks so much. And I hope everybody checks out the journaling prompt and we'll see you next time.
2: Thanks. for this world.